to where the story all began Do you want to hear the journey of this man? Growing up, 40 always seemed so old. But as I turned 40 this week, I realised in so many ways that life has really only just begun. In this episode, I'm going to share with you my top 40 lessons learned in my first 40 years, covering health, love, relationships, wealth, business, and spirituality. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and that song you were listening to is called Always You. And I chose that today because just last week, I've released a brand new music video, and this one is a serious, serious labor of love. It required a lot of choreography that I had to learn. I had to get back into my dancing shoes, and a lot of people came together to create something really magical and very beautiful. And it tells a really amazing visual story. It's the story of my love life really it's moving through all the lessons i had to learn the struggles i had to learn and finally arriving at my one melissa who makes a very brief cameo at the end of the music video and you can hear the full song and check out the music video at www.imnickbroadhurst.com forward slash always you and this is going to be a pretty exciting show because it's a bit different to my normal structure today i turned 40 years old, and I wanted to share with you the 40 most important things I've learned in my first 40 years. So I'm going to give you 10 health lessons, 10 love and relationship lessons, 10 spiritual lessons, and 10 wealth and business lessons. And I do want to add, before we dive into the top 40 lessons, that turning 40 has been a reminder to me to never just accept the status quo. We are told that we're supposed to get older in so many ways. Get grey hair, weight gain, low libido, less sex, less energy, all sorts of diseases. You know, all these things that are just part of ageing, one holiday per year. I say, freaking screw that story. Screw that paradigm. I do not subscribe and nor should you. Turning 40 for me has just been this beautiful affirmation that really, for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm, well just kind of me. And on the weekend, I had this beautiful bunch of friends sing me happy birthday. And for the first time, I actually felt comfortable to just receive all that love. In the past, I think I kind of knew that deep down, I was not really living my life to my full potential. So I can never really just celebrate the miracle that it was to be me, that it is to be me. And now, the best way to describe it is that I feel like I've kind of arrived. And when I say arrived, I mean nothing like enlightened or anything fancy like that. I mean, I feel like I've graduated from consciousness kindergarten to maybe consciousness high school. And there is a very long way to go. But now I can see that the cumulative effect of all the work I've been doing on myself over the years is actually really worth it. It's paying off. All the joy 
the pain, the love, heartbreak, illness, wellness, wealth, lack of wealth, has added up to a life well lived. Because our truth, which is love, is the sum of all things, black and white, negative and positive. And that's the perfect segue into the first 10 lessons. Now these are bite-sized nuggets that will be easy for you to implement or remember. And I could list seriously a hundred or more in each category, to be honest, but this is really just my best attempt to distill the things that have made the most impact for me personally. And I really hope that they can do the same for you too. And now everything I mention here today will have been discussed in depth in another episode. So if you want to go deeper into any of these topics, you just have to go back and maybe just do a binge and start at episode number zero because it's all there and I'm really excited for you to discover some of these topics in more depth. But let's start with spiritual. And by spiritual, I mean the truth of who you are, anything that helps us get back to the truth of who we are. Number one, meditate every day and express your gratitude as much as possible. You know, I could put meditate in each category 10 times, it's that important. Number two, if you don't like what you created, create again. Every moment is a clean slate which you can create anew. Use these two words for whatever you want to create. These are the most powerful words you can use for manifesting. I am. Not I want or anything else, just I am. Number three, what you resist persists. What you look at disappears. Number four, whenever we feel upset or emotional, it simply means we are not seeing the other side. That's a huge topic and you can definitely dive into that in one of my episodes. Number five, people will always live according to their values, not yours. When we project our values onto other people, we end up having unmet unrealistic expectations, which can only lead to disappointment. Number six, be love always. Ask yourself in all situations, what would love do now? Number seven, thoughts are things. Be careful what you wish for. Number eight, you attract what you fear and repel what you want. Number nine, pain and pleasure are inseparable. To experience the full spectrum is to be human. Number 10, trust your intuition and be gentle with yourself. And if you know this podcast well enough by now, you'll know I say that at the end of every episode. So important. Okay, on to the next category, which is health. And this is anything that brings us back into equilibrium. And I've kind of stopped using the word healing. I mentioned in a previous episode that healing feels like this never-ending feedback loop. Whereas equilibrium is this beautiful dance between whatever's happening at any point in our lives and just bringing it back to the middle. It's beautiful. So simple. Number one, meditate every day and express your gratitude as much as possible. Yes. I said it again because, well, it's pretty magical. Number two, understand your Ayurvedic constitution or body type. Seeing the imbalances early is the best way to bring yourself back into balance. Number three, listen to your beautiful body. It's always trying to communicate with you. Hear the whispers before they become screams. Number four, eat and do through the lens of an extreme filter. If anything feels hard or extreme, it probably is. 
when we push hard in one area of the body or the mind, we create an imbalance somewhere else. Number five, slow down and breathe. Number six, bless your food and give gratitude for what is on your plate and how it got there. So important. Takes 30 seconds a few times a day, but it's such a beautiful, simple practice for yourself and for your family, especially your children. Number seven, spend as much time in nature as possible. And to be honest, that could go in every category, but I'll put it in the health category because it's one of the fastest things we can do to bring our bodies back into equilibrium. Number eight, move your body with love every day. Number nine, eat more plants. Depending on your body type and your needs, it's anywhere from 80 to 95% of your diet or even 100% if you're vegan, of course. But just eat more plants and especially eating from the rainbow. Getting all the colors and having a variety of things in your diet, so important. Number 10, get the knowledge to be your own healer. Take back your health into your own hands. This is one of the reasons that Melissa and I have been so passionate about getting out into the world the new program by our mentor, Dr. Stephen Cabral, which you can find out at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash IHP, which stands for Integrative Health Practitioner. This is a program for everyone, whether you want to be a practitioner or just want to be the healer for yourself or the healer in your home. We are passionate about it because number one, it changed my life completely. Number two, because it is about taking back the power, taking your health into your own hands. The world needs more of that. I think this program is one of the best, if not the best ways to achieve that. All right, moving on to wealth and business. Number one, meditate every day and express your gratitude as much as possible. Say no more. Number two, don't compare yourself to anyone else. We all have our own journey and we'll all experience different amounts of wealth. The same goes for social media numbers. It's not the numbers that matter. It's the impact that you're having. Number three, stop wondering what your purpose is. It's very simple. Your purpose is to be of service. The question is how, and the how is unique to you and only you. It's your mission. To me right now, it's my music this podcast, my social media content, my various businesses, my friends, strangers that I do nice things for. Don't overcomplicate things too much. Just find your mission and go for it. That's your purpose. Really simple. Number four, just start. You can always pivot when you're moving, but if you try and pivot with no momentum, you just end up spinning in the same spot. And that's just going to lead to serious frustration. Number five, Get to know your numbers. If you don't know the numbers of your business, your profit and loss statement, your bank accounts, your interest rates, your credit card fees, then the universe loses trust in your ability to hold wealth and it just sends it elsewhere. Plug the holes in your leaky money buckets and you will be rewarded proportionally to your belief. Number six, discipline is freedom. If we spend our days consumed by figuring out the best morning routine, the best exercise, what to wear or what to eat, it takes up space to create something amazing. Just decide and commit. Take those little decisions out. Number seven, if you can, retire from email for good. Now I've done it and I will share how I did it in an episode soon. 
And I know email may be unavoidable, but it is one of the biggest things that gets in the way of us expressing ourselves in this lifetime. It is possible. I've done it and I'll share with you soon. Number eight, look for ways to create residual income, whether it's through smart investing and some classic compound interest, whether it's through network marketing, book royalties, music royalties, search for something that resonates with you and make it happen with all your being. Life is not about money, of course, but when money is no longer an issue, life certainly can be far more sweeter and it then affords you the space to create what your heart desires. Amen. Number nine, there is a simple way to calculate the wealth you can expect. What you receive equals the value you give to the world. And speaking of giving, number 10, give 5 to 10% of what you earn to a cause you love. Let the universe know you are abundant enough to give. Spend less than you earn and invest the rest. Even if that means starting with giving away $50 and investing 5, it's a huge energetic shift that will propel you forwards. And the last category, love and relationships. Number one. Now, actually, I forgot to put in the meditation, but let's put that in there. But here's number one. (laughs) Nothing good comes from closing. So simple. Tattoo it on your forehead if you have to. Write it on your mirrors in your bathroom. Nothing good comes from closing. I've done a whole episode on this and spoken about it so much. And you can read about it more in Melissa's book called Open Wide. Nothing good comes from closing. Now this one, number two, is a bit repeated, but it's worth stating here again. Because in relationships, boy oh boy, can this cause problems. If we project our values onto our lover and expect them to live by our values, it can only lead to resentment because they will always live according to their values, not yours. Just think about that. When we project our values, we then have unmet, unrealistic expectations. It's never going to be pretty. It's never going to end well. Such an important thing to get clear on. Number three, understand the role of the masculine and feminine within yourself and within your relationship. Now, this is a theme I have woven through so many episodes. You'll just have to do that binge to fully get the effect of it, but it's so important. Before I knew this, I was poking around in the dark, had no idea what I was doing. Number four, Give your partner over-the-top affection. I mean, what do you have to lose? Hold their hand. Tell them you love them. Tell them how beautiful they are. Tell them how grateful we are that you have them in your life. Kiss them passionately in public. Pinch their butt. Brush past their breasts in public on purpose. Kiss their necks. Massage them each night. Whatever it is that feels true to you, just do it. And they will be so grateful, more grateful, And you can ever imagine, and they'll repay that to you in so many ways with so much love. And speaking of love, number five, if you want more love, make love. It is that simple, but you have to create the space and you have to consciously do the work in your relationship. It doesn't happen by magic. You have to put the work into it. Number six, create your own lover's code, which I speak about in episode number 56. Number seven. Tell each other at the start and end of each day these four simple words. I choose you today. Ah, I love that. Number eight, listen. Yep, listen. 
say no more. Number nine, have regular date nights. Don't forget that feeling of going somewhere special and being totally present with each other. And leave your freaking phones at home, seriously, or at least in the car. Number 10, life is always going to present itself an equal amount of support and challenge. The trick is not to see the challenge or the hard times in relationships as the end of the world. If we believe that love is all ups and fewer downs, then we're going to be disappointed. When times are tough, we want to see our partner as the teacher, not the tormentor. And if we do end a relationship, remember, breakups don't have to leave us broken. See that relationship for what it truly was, a vehicle for you to realize your potential. Well, thank you for tuning in again to another episode of The Nick Broto Show. And you can get all of today's show notes, which I think is probably a great one to read, at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 107 and you get the full transcript of this show. It's a great one to just maybe even bookmark and come back to. And if you'd like to win yourself a signed copy of my album, simply head into iTunes and leave me a review. And if I read your review, you win. Really simple. And this week's review comes from Maserat1, who said a must listen, gave it five stars. And I will say, by the way, I scroll through all the reviews. I'm trying to find less than a five-star written review that I can read out, but there aren't any. So if you want to leave me one star, two, three, four, five, whatever it is, please do, because I'm actually really keen to read a one-star review. I have had two one-star reviews, but no written messages. And I would love to read because, hey, life's all about polarity, right? Anyway, Maserat1 wrote, I must listen Nick has a gentle and caring way of discussing topics that may be considered as taboo, but the world needs to hear about them. Do yourself a favor and listen to this podcast. It will open your mind to a new level. And I love that because one of the things I set out to do with this podcast was to talk about things like love and cervical orgasms and sex and these sorts of things, which are considered a bit taboo, but why the hell are they? It's the fiber of the fabric of who we are. And I'm really glad that you picked up on that. So all you need to do, Maserat1, is email hello at iamnickbroadhurst.com and tell us where to send the signed album. And if you can share this on social media, I will personally respond and please tag me at iamnickbroadhurst. You can just take a screenshot or you can do one of those fancy video screen flows on your iPhone, whatever floats your boat. And last of all, head into Spotify, search for my name, Nick Broadhurst, and hit the follow button. And then if you can add some of my music to your favorite playlist so you can enjoy it. And also that sort of tells Spotify and their fancy algorithm that I'm worth listening to, which is always a good thing. And remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you, be gentle with yourself, be love, celebrate today like it's your birthday, even if it's not, because every day is a miracle to be you. Listen to your intuition. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao.
And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health, or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.